the Ticat Audio Network. This is Speaking with the Enemy. Yes, the show is called Speaking with the Enemy Free Agency Edition. I'm your host, Louis B. And today, very pleased to be focused on the Calgary Stampeders as we're joined by Jock Wilson. And uh, Jock, I mean, the Stamps have certainly been busy in January, right up until this week with a big signing in Kadeem Carey. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, there's lots of, lots of optimism in the city of Calgary, without a doubt. Uh, you know, John Huffnagel has always been about taking care of his own house, taking care of his own players first. You know, we'll see if he is active on, you know, on, on next Tuesday. I, I, I really don't know because it's one of those situations. What did the Calgary Stampeders have to do? They had to take care of their most outstanding player. They did that with Kadeem Carey. They had to take care of their offensive line. They did that with Julian Good-Jones and Sean McEwen and Ryan Sevier and Zach Williams. You know, they obviously signed uh, Derek Dennis as well on the free agent market. So I think that was uh, that was important. You know, and, and then, you know, early in the process, they took care of their, their two big players that returned from the NFL late last season. Uh, receiver Reggie Bagleton, that was a big one. Trey Roberson was a big one. And, and then you look at the defensive line and, you know, a lot of people thought the Calgary Stampeders were a competitive team at the end of last season because of their defensive line play of guys like Mike Rose and Derek Wiegand, you know, Flo Orimalade, he got injured early in the process, but he is re-signed. So I think that's, uh, that's really important. And then, of course, to cap it all off, you had to look at the linebacking core, the re-signing of uh, Jameer Thurman was another big one. I'm not sure, I'm not sure that Darnell Sankey, uh, the leading tackler in the Canadian Football League is going to come back to the Calgary Stampeders. Fingers crossed on that one, but that's a big piece of business. The other big piece of business for the Calgary Stampeders is their secondary. They spent a lot of money in the secondary last season. Uh, they were disappointed at times. Uh, they were happy at times. You know, they, they do have Trey Roberson coming back, but you look at that starting secondary from, uh, from last season, there's a lot of players that are still unsigned. I want to get your thoughts on Jake Mayer, because I'm sure he was somebody who probably would have gotten a lot of interest in the open market, but the the, the Stampeders took care of him back on December 31st. What do you make of that and, and, you know, that kind of dynamic at QB right now for Calgary? Yeah, you know, would there have been a lot of interest in the open market? Yes, but not as a starting quarterback because, what, he's got three games under his belt. If he is going to, you know, basically continue the development process, guys like, you know, Dave Dickinson did and Bo Levi Mitchell did, and you go down the list, you know, you've got to, you, you've got to, you know, you've got to go through that development process. So I, I don't think anybody out there in the Canadian Football League was going to offer Jake Mayer a starting job. I just think that's unrealistic. So if you're Jake Mayer, you look at the situation here in Calgary, you can develop under a guy like Dave Dickinson. You've got a great relationship with Bo Levi Mitchell. You know, John Huffnagel is part of the mix as well. Let's not forget, John Huffnagel was a great quarterback coach for the great Tom Brady back in uh, 2003 when he was a Super Bowl MVP and then an offensive coordinator for the uh, New York Giants. So, you know, there's lots to learn for Jake Mayer. Will he be a great quarterback? And we said the same thing about Nick Arbuckle. We don't know what, what Nick Arbuckle is right now. Edmonton is hoping they've got a great quarterback, but you're hearing lots of rumors that the uh, Edmonton Elks may, uh, may, may look, you know, elsewhere. And, and there, there will be a, you know, Nick Arbuckle waiting in the wings again. So I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. A couple guys, uh, you know, remain on side. What do you think of a guy like, uh, like Sean Lemon? Is that somebody you think that, you know, they've, they're ready to move on from, or, 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 you know, out of the guys who are unsigned, who do you think, you know, is, is more likely to, to be back than not? Yeah. You know, Sean Lemon, great guy, uh, getting a little older, 
And, you know, uh, is can he be replaced easily? I think, you know, with, uh, you know, some of the players coming out of college or on your neg list, I, I think I think probably hey, for the right price, I'm, I'm sure they would welcome Sean Lemon back. Uh, let's not forget, you know, they've got they've got Derek Wiegand, they've got Mike Rose in the middle, they've got uh, Adiemi Berglund, you know, on the end, they've got uh, Flo Rimalade, they have high expectations for Flo. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, you know, so so I, I, I don't think it's it's a necessity that you bring back uh, Sean Lemon, but uh, he's, he's a good guy. I, I, as I said off the top, you know, Louie, I, I really think the secondary now is the big focus. You, you've taken care of the quarterbacking situation. You've taken care of the offensive line. You're looking pretty good at the receiver position. You've got, you know, your running back position done. Uh, you know, Jameer Thurman back. But then, you know, Trey Roberson is really the only guy back at this point in that secondary. I, I don't think Jameer Wall is going to come back. Uh, he's getting a little older. Uh, he was an unvaccinated player last year. Mm-hmm. John Huffnagel, like so many other, you know, leaders in the Canadian Football League are saying, hey, if you're not vaccinated, you know, I'm not going to sign a player that's only going to play half the season and only mm-hmm. play home games. So I think you're in a situation where uh, I don't know what the status of uh, of a Jameer Wall is. Uh, you know, you've got Raheem Wilson, you've got Richard Leonard, you've got, uh, you know, Jonathan Moxie. There's, there's, there's lots of uh, pieces that still need to be signed in the secondary. Do you feel, I mean, Calgary was, has been good. You know, Huffnagel has obviously done so well with that team. Dave Dickinson, you know, transitioned to head coach. Is there pressure in Calgary to, to get back to those winning ways, to get back to that potential dynasty, considering, you know, Winnipeg is now trying to touch, is, is the it team uh, in the league right now? It's a great question. And, and obviously it's always about winning. And, and every organization will say the same thing. Uh, you know, if you look back in history, you know, when the Stampeders, you know, went to Grey Cup after Grey Cup after Grey Cup and won in 2018, they were the dynasty. They, they, what they didn't do, they didn't do what Winnipeg did. They didn't win back to back. They had a chance to win three in a row and they, they couldn't get it done. And then changes started to happen in 2018. You know, there were some retirements. There was players moving on through free agency. Uh, 2019, there was even more changes, more retirements. So, you know, really, you lose the 2020 season. You weren't sure what the Calgary Stampeders were going to be. And then 2021, you know, you were a young team. It was probably it was the youngest team in the Canadian Football League. And, you know, you didn't have a training camp and you had all of these new faces. And, and that's one of the reasons why the Calgary Stampeders didn't start very strong. And they, they stumbled out of the gates. And there were a lot of people wondering, wow, is this year the Calgary Stampeders are not going to make the playoffs? Well, they did get it together. Uh, they played very, very well in the second half of the season. And, you know, you're building something, but you're, you're not there yet. Now, do they like their team? Do they think they can be competitive in the Canadian Football League this year? Yeah, I think they, they do. And I think, you know, they're, they're building something. So uh, it's just a matter of whether or not they're going to be able to do that in 2022. I think everybody's looking forward to becoming a really normal season again. But let's not forget the West is going to be interesting. You know, you've got, you know, Chris Jones back in Edmonton and he's going to make that team better. Are they going to be good enough to make the playoffs? I don't know. Uh, The BC Lions, interesting with no Mike Riley. Uh, Nathan Rourke, I think, is a good young Canadian quarterback. It looks like they're going to have a great receiving core. You know, the BC Lions are going to be tough. And then, of course, you've got the defending champions. You know, Winnipeg is uh, is where, where everybody wants to be right now. And the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are going to be tough, too. So I, I think it's going to be very interesting. Uh, but, hey, if, I, if I'm a betting man, I, I, I see the Calgary Stampeders being a, play, being a playoff team again. I want to do a little optimism, pessimism here. What is uh, one thing to be encouraged about? Like you kind of pointed out the young team that with a lot of core pieces coming back, but what's something that, that stamps fans should be excited about and maybe uh, a question mark heading into the 2022. 
I think the question mark will always be around Bo Levi Mitchell. You know, just how healthy is the shoulder? Um, and, and again, he went through some more injuries. He has not been the same quarterback, you know, that won that championship in 2018 and was the, the great cup MVP. So that, you know, if Bo Levi Mitchell can return to that form, then look out, you know, then, then I think the rest of the Canadian football league is on notice. If he can't, if he continues to, you know, struggle with his arm strength, you know, that could be an issue for the Stampeders. The offensive line is going to be there to protect him. You know, he's got the pieces around him as far as the receivers go. He's got the running back, you know, that can not only, uh, you know, block Kadeem Carey, he can also, you know, obviously carry the rock. He can catch the ball coming out of the backfield. So, so Bo's got all the pieces. The question is, what Bo is going to be here in 2022. So I think that is the biggest question mark. I, I think ultimately uh, what fans are looking forward to is just how good is this defense going to be this year? You know, the defensive line was, uh, was very, very impressive. Maybe not the big names or the big stars that some of the other teams had like the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, but they're, they're building something here. And, uh, you know, Jameer Thurman, a lot of people have said he's one of the most underrated players in the Canadian Football League. You know, he is only getting better. He's only 27 years old. He is a, he is a stud. What they're going to do at that middle linebacker position, it's a great question. I don't know yet, but, uh, you know, hey, th there's a lot that can happen between now and the start of the CFL season. That's well said. That's definitely true as well. Um, okay, so if they're, if we're looking at the free agency list, you know, if, if John Upnagel wants to make a splash, is there somebody you think that if he has the budget, if he has the money, that, that there's somebody out there or a position group out there that he might be able to, to make a big move on, on Tuesday? Yeah, you know, that's another really, really good question. You know, it, how much money? money do they actually have left because they've had to give some players some raises they've had to uh, you know renegotiate a few contracts like uh, like Bo Levi Mitchell I, I, I'm not John Huffnagel has never been that active you know in the free agent market if there is a need he will go out and address that need you know he did that uh, you know a, a couple of years ago when he when he signed Sean McEwen Sean McEwen was a huge signing you know, as the, the center, the all-star center for the, uh, for the Calgary Stampeders. And, you know, he did that a, a number of years ago with Josh Bell when he went out on the free agent market and signed Josh Bell. Uh, Hamilton fans will know uh, John Huffnagel went out and signed Richard Leonard, you know, as a free agent. That, that was, uh, you know, another important piece. So I, I don't think you're going to see John Huffnagel go out and get big name guys like Sean McEwen, but uh, he, will, he, will, he will look at what's available. And if there is a need, and right now I see the biggest need, probably in the secondary, if he doesn't take care of his own house, uh, that probably is where he's going to have to, uh, to look at. I'm sure a name like Cariel Brooks would have drawn a lot of interest in Calgary or Tunde. You know, I know Tunde has a history in Calgary, but mm -hmm. uh, guys, I'm sure that would have been interesting. Uh, but you know, they're members of the Tie Cats. Uh, Jock, it should be it should be it should be fun to watch. Like you say, right up until the season. Always great to check in with you. Thanks so much for doing this, Louie. Anytime you take care. <laughs>